Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post-Roe hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe, because when BS is popping, we pop off. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Summer's almost here. You know what that means. Backyard grill outs. Oh, my God. Yes. The president talked about July 4th. And the backyard grill out is not complete without Omaha Steaks. Order this mouthwatering Let's Go Grill package today, which includes four butcher cut filet mignons, four boneless pork chops, one pound of chicken breast, four kielbasa sausages, and so much more. OmahaSteaks.com. Type Stephanie in that search bar. You save over 45%. Plus, you get the tasty bonus of 12 ultra-juicy Omaha Steaks burgers free. That is almost four pounds of free burgers, Chris. Whoa. To top it off, you also get $20 off on your first order. OMG. Here's to warmer days filled with fun family memories and epic backyard grill outs featuring the best steak of your life. Guaranteed by Omaha Steaks, the company that's been bringing people together for over 100 years. Go to omahasteaks.com. Use that code Stephanie in the search bar. For a limited time, you get 12 free Omaha Steaks burgers and $20 off on your first order at checkout. That is omahasteaks.com. The code is Stephanie. You're going to love everything at omahasteaks.com. Don't forget to type Stephanie in that search bar. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. 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 That was jazzy. Yeah. Welcome, thank you so much. 
We want to remind you, if you haven't picked up your tickets to the Sexy Liberal 10th anniversary show this weekend, get your butt to sexyliberal.com. Rosie O'Donnell. Can we say anymore? Rosie. Rosie. Special guest along with a ton of celebrities and cool people and political political folk who you love celebrating 10 years of the Sexy Liberal Tour. And uh, we did some shout outs to people. There's a lot mm-hmm. of shout to outs y'all. to y'all, you know. So come on by. Make sure you come and celebrate with us this Saturday night, okay? Sexyliberal.com. Also, while you're on the internet, since you're there. Since you're there. Why don't you go over to Patreon.com if you haven't already and become a Frangela Patreon. Just put in Frangela and you know what you're going to get? Micro idiots. That's right. Three a week and they're going to be hysterical and they're going to keep you laughing. That's right. And if you do this right now, you have like hundreds to catch up on. Oh my goodness. Like you could be a wash in stupid. Yes, yes, yes. That has no effect on your life. So is therefore entertaining. Speaking of idiots, come on by to the Frangela Facebook page every Tuesday at 1 p.m. and check us out live streaming our Idiot of the Week show. That's right. Podcast every time. It's like a week ahead, yeah. too, so you'll get the jump on the stupid. Yeah. Which is not, it's it's actually pretty easy to get the jump on stupid people, but not on who's going to be the stupidest of the week. Yeah, so make sure you do that. And then also, if you're ever looking to get a fun video, you can go to Cameo.com, put in Frangela, and we can wish you a happy birthday, happy anniversary. It can be a gift for somebody. You can tell your kids to do their homework, yeah. go to school, go to sleep, some. Yeah. Whatever you need. And always catch us on the third hour every Friday morning of the stephanie miller show for the black power hour it's fantastic we have a lot of fun we do and you'll enjoy it uh i want to say that every week i it's with even with all the crazy Mm -hmm. it's just amazing how government can actually work girl (laughs) let me tell you something as we were getting prepared for this show I was overcome, verklempt, and started welled up with tears because as I'm going through the news and seeing all the incredible things that were shut down by Trump, uh, refuted by that administration, all the wonderful things that this, the Biden-Harris administration and the people working for it are doing, Mm -hmm. come on, let's uh, start here. The Biden is set to announce that he's moving the deadline for all U.S. adults to be eligible for the COVID vaccine uh, to April 19th. That's that, right. I mean, woo! That is, that is, I mean, and I think what the, the new deadline was just like a week ago right. or two weeks ago. And mm-hmm. already, this is the thing. They've set goals that people are calling ambitious that they're outstripping before, they're they're surpassing their goals. So they're able to move things back and reevaluate. And I think knowing that, maybe that's one way to talk to people about trying to continue or if they've stopped re-implement some of their safety protocols around Mm. COVID is like, you know, yes, things are getting better, but look, if we can just stay when we're focused and we wear our masks and we really do, you know, wash our hands and we try to stay focused, then they, then we can move up things. Then we can get closer to things sooner, even than anticipated being vigilant. Also, you know, like, as you were saying this past Saturday, you know, initially when we when they said, "Oh, we are going to try to vaccinate a million people a day," mm-hmm. we everybody thought that that was crazy. Crazy talk. 
Saturday, they just did 4 million people. Yep. In one day. Yep. So it's getting done, America. It is. The CDC relaxed its travel guidance, saying Americans fully vaccinated against the COVID-19, against COVID-19, can resume domestic and overseas travel at, quote, low risk to themselves. Exactly. Okay. This is the thing, though. They, they're not saying, hey, it's vacay time. No. Um, and also understand other countries may not want want us. I don't, you know, <laughs> like it's not all up to us. But if if you're in a position where you really need to travel, then there are ways to, to go about it that maybe are more safe than we thought mm-hmm. um, at this point. And that's really good news. Yeah. Also, we are, you know, in this uh, second week of the uh, Chauvin trial. I, I, you know what, guys, it is, it is so, it's even hard to even talk about it, even though I know we need to talk about it. Because as we said last week, besides white supremacy being on trial, the police are on trial. And I, this is the, the thing that actually gave me hope today watching um as today is tuesday uh and we have the police a police lieutenant coming in saying that chauvin's knee on on floyd's neck would not be authorized an authorized use of force and i think that it is important for this discussion to be had not only as americans but in front of with each other about the police yeah. because this is about this is a discussion ultimately about how black people get treated by the police and how you know yes this is this man's trial for being murdered about being murdered but there's a lot more on trial here and it and what's on trial is the treatment of african americans in these streets and how we are we are being treated because if we're ha- we have to have a discussion about not putting your knee on the neck of somebody who is handcuffed and there are four of you with guns leaning on somebody's back and body and about what is appropriate. Mm -hmm. If we have to, if we have to, if we have to spoon feed this information to the fucking cops whose job it is already, are you fucking kidding me? It's, What's interesting, there's a number of things going on here, but I, unfortunately, when I'm watching a trial and watching people talk about it, you know, and I've listened to a, a man who works actively, he's a former police officer, works actively about in this issue of um, criminal justice and the police abuse of, in, abuse of use of force and all that. Um, I don't think, I don't, I, this is, I think that this trial ends, it ends up being, I hate to be this negative about it. I don't think that I think it's entirely possible that this trial is its own event and that and that the reality is even though that we've seen something which we never see and we talk about this all the time I stand behind this I cannot say there are good cops until there are good cops and good cops are cops who tell on bad cops yeah and we have never had that experience but we just had yesterday and today we just had police officials, chiefs, the people, direct supervisors right. of this officer come forward and say, this is not how he was trained. This is an inappropriate use of force. We don't see the crowd as being in any way threatening. Crowd is even a strong word for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that no, these sh- things shouldn't have happened. And that's, we haven't seen that. No. We have never seen police do that. But this is an egregious, which they're all egregious. So to have gotten to be the worst of the killings of uh, mm-hmm. the extrajudicial, if you will, killing of black people by the police, 
this is the worst among them that we have documented. That's like right. every minute of it. But the- and so that's to me, that's the and this this uh gentleman yesterday was saying um, look, you know, I don't know that this means the blue wall is crumbling. I right. don't know that this means that this this signals a change in how so-called good cops deal with bad cops. But in this one example, you know, we're hoping to get some justice. If we can get beyond that, that's amazing. I'm not so sure that we can celebrate that. Well, you know what, for me, I, this is what I truly am hoping. I'm hoping that the sociopath cops who are out there will act 30% better. Yeah. And if we can get some of them to act fucking 30% better, that means that somebody might not fucking die. Well, and here's the thing. It'd be great if the good cops showed themselves to be good cops because that's how this will really stop. These, you know, most of these cases, the, it's not one cop alone. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's a partner there at the very least. Sometimes, no, but a lot of times, yeah. And many times, more cops than that. Mm-hmm. You know, I yesterday drove by a scene where I saw five police cars and an approaching like ambulance dealing with like a a unsheltered encampment, Mm -hmm. you know, on the corner of Santa Monica and La Cienega or something. And it was a completely there was no violence, but they were in force like they it was kind of ridiculous looking Uh, like like, like they're about to break out of a riot. Exactly. And, And people that that. Now, here's the thing. I'm passing by. I didn't see it from the beginning. I'm not trying to say I did. But what I saw seemed like aggressively aggressive policing um, at that moment. And I think that we have, obviously, we have a huge problem, particularly when we're going to talk about this more and resist, particularly that there are a number of, this is the one we're seeing get to trial somewhat expeditiously. And we're seeing people, at least at this moment, not run to Derek Chauvin's aide, other police officers. However, I, I am curious about what's going to happen to the other officers too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but I think that here's the deal: we the police the policing in this country is whack. Yeah, it's completely whack. And, There's just no way around it. And and for me, I think it is very the, the testimony. You know, I thought that you know the testimony of the witnesses was you know damning, but the testimony from your own you know group. Yes. Is I go. He should have taken a deal. I don't know that they offered him one. But if <laughs> he should have asked um, for one, yeah, because um, I'm like, you know, when you get, when when your when your group when your organization says, yeah, we don't do this. The thing is that they have. I understand. I was thinking about that watching the defense today because literally the Minneapolis Police Lieutenant Johnny Mercer he testified. So this is his lieutenant. Yeah, testified Derek Chauvin's lieutenant that the use of neck restraints by police officers that he he ended up answering uh, was the su- if the subject is that necessary neck restraint if the subject was under control and handcuffed would that be authorized and he said no. Yeah. In response to that question, um, and that's huge. However, from every trial we've seen, yeah, there's no reason for that defense to believe we haven't heard their case yet. No, we're hearing we know which way it's going based on a lot of the questions we hear, see them ask, asking witnesses, and mm-hmm. we know what they're going to do. They're going to, and so does the prosecution. That's why they're trying. They've humanized um, George Floyd. They're trying to show mm-hmm. you. They're admitting to things like him being possibly high. Yeah, and all of that. They're it's because those are going to be the argument. They're going to try to impugn the character of the person who's dead, um, and and create a false narrative of a riot situation these police barely escaped from Which with is, their lives. I mean, the people are it's standing ridiculous. calmly on the curb. And two of these alleged crowd are children. Um, and and it's, it's the most ridiculous thing in the world. But here's the thing. We have seen ridiculousness okayed by juries before. Yes. So, and I mean, egregiously. So there's, who knows? But I do know that, that 
um, I hate Chuck Todd. But other than that, um, <laughs> I know that, that, you know, we don't know what's going to happen here, but we do need to stay on it, and we are staying on it. And I think that I think it is important. I don't want to... Just, I don't want to not say it's really important. And yes, I was surprised and pleased to see people in the police, you know, superstructure or whatever say, no, this was whack. Yes. This is not what cops it's should be doing. Very they were, you know, it's very important. So hopefully that means something. Yeah. Next up, uh, nearly 200 companies signed a joint statement against proposals that threatened to restrict voting access in dozens of states. And this is very important because, you know, and we're looking at this article uh, about why the GOP and corporate America are breaking up because uh, these corporations, and this is a quote, we call on elected leaders in every state, capital, and in Congress to work across the aisle and ensure that every eligible American has the freedom to easily cast their ballot and participate fully in our democracy. Right. Because in Texas, there are currently 49 restrictive bills. We're not even talking about Georgia. Okay. That stuff that has passed already. 49 restrictive bills that have been introduced in the state legislature. Senate Bill 7 would ban overnight early voting and drive through early voting, which was a savior right now during COVID. You think about how much, you know, how frightened we all are, were, and yet needed to vote and exercise our rights and not having access to that. The state house is also uh, considering uh, its own voting bill, House Bill 6, which would pro prohibit election officials from sending absentee ballot applications to voters without their requests. Mitch McConnell, meanwhile, warned co uh, corporations of serious quote-unquote consequences if, if they use their economic power to act like, quote, a woke parallel government. And I find that that threat incredibly, incredibly telling. Mm -hmm. They are telling on themselves, aren't they? Yes. It's, it's amazing to watch. And I had to watch, we tweeted about it earlier. Chuck Todd, uh, you know, I hate him, but um, he literally tried to blame lack of bipartisanship on the Democrats. Yeah. I was like, but wait a minute, isn't it Wait, Mitch McConnell keeps saying he's going to vote no on bills that haven't been written. Yeah. They, they yeah. haven't been yeah. sent to him yet. And he's already pledging zero Republican votes before he sees them. And somehow it's the Democrats who aren't being, and, who aren't reaching across the aisle. And excuse me, because I'm going to tell you something. Every time Donald Trump twisted his lips into the word infrastructure, Nancy Pelosi was right there. That's right. Right there going, we will work with this man. We will make this happen. And then black people would die that same week. Every single time. Yeah, because there's something about infrastructure that just makes the racists go nuts. Go nuts. But it's but th the reality of this is, I don't give a fuck about the Republican Party. Yeah. They've chosen their line. Their line is Dr. Seuss and, and um, you know, brown and black people are your enemy. And that they're sticking with the culture wars because mm -hmm. they aren't offering. They have no platform. They have no program. They have nothing to offer but hate yeah. and grievance. So they're going with that. And fuck them, they lost. Yeah. So I, you know, this, this even the maneuvering around trying to not deal with the filibuster. I'm a little annoyed by, I have to say, by Chuck Schumer in this move. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's great. You got this sec this reconciliation. Basically, right. the par the uh, parliamentarian has ruled that they can use the reconciliation About some more times, more times. A few more times. And I think that's everybody, you know, like government needs to move forward. Yeah, with the party that won. That's exactly... Like, we have got to, I am all for you continuing to put pressure on your representatives and your senators about address the filibuster. Well, Get rid of it. Here's my thing. Why are we still begging people who lost? Okay? What? They don't they beg us. I mean, 
you know what? I'm gonna tell you something. We got the heave hole quick, fast, and a hurry. Oh, and how quickly were you told, shut up, stop being a baby, your person lost? That's right. Fuck them. And fuck, fuck your feelings. Fuck I, their feelings. Let, let them, them journal it. And here's the thing. Look at this. Georgia uh, Governor Brian Kemp complained about Major League Baseball's decision to pull uh, the All-Star game out of the state over because new the voting bill restrictions. He signed. That's right. Georgia's legislature recently approved. And here's my thing. This is exactly what should have been happening 40 years ago. That we're, we're, that corporate America is a day late and a dollar fucking short, okay? For my black ass and my black fucking taste. This this is what should have been happening yep. through Coca-Cola and Nike. That's right. You hurt you hurt them where it matters. And, and, and it because I can't do it. But I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you, and Angela, I can tell you this right now. This is a woman who loves Coca-Cola. I love Diet Coke. She loves that Diet Coke with all so her fucking heart. I do. And she is trying. She four, is. I got four left. She is white fucking knuckling it, people. Left. I got four left. Okay. <laughs> white fucking knuckling. Because this four. shit is serious. Because you don't know how many times I've picked up that Diet Coke and put it back. You're like, no, it's not an emergency yet. It's not an emergency yet. This may be all you got to buy. You may, you may not be able to get any more. Just, just hold out. Hold out. So... Trump, the Trump campaign refunded 10.7% of the money it raised online in 2020, $120 million. That's 10% of what they raised. Donors complained of fraud to banks and credit card companies after the Trump uh, operation had used multiple pre-checked boxes. They always, people always get you on that damn pre-check. You gotta, I don't want that newsletter. Yeah, you got to check you gotta, that. You got to make sure to enroll them into re, re, recurring con- contributions. In total, the Trump and party operation raised, get this, $1.2 billion. 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 $1.2 billion. That was in 2020 alone. That's insane. Alone. Uh, That for me is, I mean, there's no other answer to me for me than why he ran the grift and the graft that he was, you know, putting out there, you know, as an, as an organization. I'm like, are you kidding me? Well, here's the, what I find amazing is, you know, if they refunded it, there's a bunch of y'all who didn't get your money back. That's right. That, that need to go check it out because this is the corrupt family that has always operated in a corrupt way. So this the, the refund money had to be egregious. That had to be like, I've used egregious so much today. That had to be the mm-hmm. most egregious abuse of, 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 you know, financial finance laws ever that they actually just refunded it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it is, it, it's just amazing that, I mean, from before he got into office, it's like, are we even to charging Trump with things he did in office? Like, we're no. still stuck on, like, the inauguration and mm-hmm. stuff. And, 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 and they're still raising money off of this crap. Um, amazing yep. to me. Absolutely. And then also, the Justice Department investigation into Matt Getz is centered on whether he is an indicted and the indicted Floridian politician this other guy uh joel greenberg he was the he was the um treasurer or the uh tax collector for seminole county yes oh uh, his i mean that that he, story is crunk crazy if you haven't 
seen anything about it. I am waiting for the FX version of the Matt Gates Gone Wild, Girls Gone Wild show. And it is going to be, I expect this to be a month long. I expect this to be like a season this... of what the fuck is going on here because this is crazy. Yeah. For- from being this beloved Matt Gates, the uh, wonderkin of the Trump administration, the, probably, arguably the most, if not one, top five, yes, biggest Trump is a god freaks, yes. in office, yeah, with that, with that, that forehead and those beady eyes, I know. he's like a, you know what he, to me, it's if a spider mm. could be a human. Like that's you know you know what I'm saying. You know what I just realized. I have more respect for spiders than that. Do you? Yeah, I think spiders are smarter. Really? Than Matt gets. Yeah. He's what's like a what's like a wish it was a spider. Mm. You know what I mean? Like centipedes kind of strike me that way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they're not quite as smart. They hopeful. They hope, but they try to be intimidating. Mm -hmm. But they're just they don't have that malevolence, right? That you see in the spider's many many crazy eyes. Mm Yeah, Matt gets it's more like that to me. He's a low-level centipede. Yeah. Uh, and the thing is, he he wrote a, an op-ed defending, not surprisingly, himself uh, that was in the Washington Examiner on yesterday, okay, or Monday. We're recording on Tuesday. Um, and the title is, The Swamp is Out to Drown Me with False Charges, But I'm Not Giving Up. Ha! And what he starts with, this is, this is, I love this first paragraph. Washington's scandal cycles are predictable and sex is especially potent in politics. Let me first remind everyone that I am a representative in Congress, not a monk and certainly not a criminal. What does that opener say to you? That says, yes, I've been knee deep uh, with <laughs> Joel Greenberg. But and and all yes, kinds of, of, of sex. And and I, I done pay, yes, I done paid girls with popcorn and mm-hmm, penis mm-hmm. And, and cigarettes and alcohol. Mm-hmm. Candy, whatever they need. What needed. am I supposed to? I'm not a monk. Yes. Really? That That is the admission right there. Okay, but... But he's going to try. And then he goes through and, and he talks. He doesn't talk about any of the allegations specifically against him, but does bring up any and every allegation against any Democrat ever. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on, on. Um, and he goes on to say, this is a quote, folks won't be surprised that bizarre claims are being made about me shortly after I decided to take on the most powerful institutions in the Beltway. The establishment, the FBI, the Biden Justice Department. Okay. Is it just me, Francis? But how long has there been a Biden Justice Department? And, and it has it hasn't been a hundred days, Angela. And how long has there been a Matt Gitz? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying, you you oh, that's that's what this is about. A month ago, uh the Cheney political dynasty. Wait, what? Cheney? Uh even the Justice Department under Trump. He it's incredible. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you something. Biden didn't open this investigation no. against your boo-boo. It was Bill Barr. Go talk to that motherfucking droopy drawers motherfucker. Thank you. And in the middle of it, he says, and no, I am absolutely not resigning. This is, here's the deal. And I and people keep bringing up, I, I think, you know, it's, it's tempting to bring in other situations. But the truth here is... All of these people are connected by Trump and, and Roger Stone at the end of the day. That's All right. of these people, the, the everything flows. This is what happens when the head is rotten. That's right. Everything from it is rotten. And here's the thing. He is slime. And he was sliming on the floor, showing people. My thing is, I want to know who did he show the videos to? Are they implicated in kitty porn? They absolutely are. You can't thing. look at it. 
That's the deal. Here's my thing. The uh, the Justice Department inquiry is investigating whether he had sex with a 17-year-old and whether she received gifts. The sex trafficking charge against Greenberg involved the same girl. It is a violation of federal ch- uh, child sex trafficking law to provide someone under 18 with anything undervalued. Like, for example, we ain't just talking money. Meals. Hotels, drugs, alcohol, cigarettes, in exchange for sex. A conviction carries a 10-year mandatory minimum prison sentence. Minimum. He, in his his, uh, Monday, yesterday's, uh, you know, what do you call it, op-ed that Matt Gates wrote, he says in here, quote, first, I have never, ever paid for sex. Oh, oh, I oh. call bullshit on that. Oh, we know Without even pain. going further, because let me tell you how sure I am that bitches knew what they were getting before they got the before they got into it. Yes, uh, because you don't touch that without the assurance of some something. That's right. Um, and second, I as an adult man, I find that parsing out very interesting. Mm-hmm. Have not slept with a seventeen-year-old that you know slept of. with is also interesting because mm-hmm. um, I'm not accusing you of sleeping with her. I'm accusing you of having intercourse. Yeah. Um, and then he goes on to say, this is a quote, my own, my personal life is, and has always been conducted on my own time and my own dime. It's, mm. a, it's a weird thing to me to say, because what he's trying to do here in this whole op-ed is shift the discussion to this is, these are consensual adults. He goes on to say consensual adult relationships are not illegal. And in fact, that's a mis that's mis that's a misappropriation of a concept too, because in- you aren't supposed to be having consensual adult sexual relations with people in your office who are right. under you, who are, uh, have any kind of power relationship. To- like there are illegal gets murky, but there are obviously situations where that is in- not true. Although I'm sure some partisan crooks in Merrick Garland's Justice Department who don't have business cards yet, yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Want to pervert the truth and the law to go after me. I will not be intimidated or extorted. Um, th- the reality here is Matt Gates is crazy and wrong. And, yeah. and, and everything, just being near this is en- enough to be like, whoa, but you're absolutely right, Francis. What I, what the thing that I'm even more an- annoyed by is don't tell me, and I've, I've seen lots of pundits do it saying they're getting, they're getting messages from people they know or their sources about who saw these videos or who right. saw these photos or whatever of perhaps underage, uh, children mm-hmm. is what we call them when you're, they're children. Um, like and Matt on from Matt Gates. Who are they? That's right. I want to know who are they. Who are they? Because I'm gonna tell you something. Just like and I'm and it all comes full circle. Putting these types of behaviors on blast and front street. Maybe we can get this shit off the floor where our government is supposed to be fucking taking place. They're supposed to be passing laws and not looking at. Pussy! The last time the Republicans had a party platform, when for that was the election that alleged, you know, brought Trump into office. The, what was the head of? What did they say was the the national health crisis? Pornography. Yes, that was the only platform they had, and here we are, and they're all quiet. Yeah, like it's just the hypocrisy is enough, and the I I can't. You take people who have barely been in office. You haven't, in, in, as far as I know, in fact, they still haven't approved. Or, um, you know, what it's the, not approved, but the Senate still hasn't passed confirmation on the top, the just top Justice Department people to work under Merrick Garland. That's right. So all and, of them. So you, how are you attacking an administration that is, you won't let set up? And I, I, I have to say it again. 
You can tell me all about the internals and externals of some 17 year old, but you can't tell me who is in Biden's administration because you haven't passed that shit yet. I, I, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's clear to, that this is whack and wrong. And I look at him and I'm like, but when you see that, I unfortunately, and I think this is where Cuomo, I think, is instructive and where people are at. You've noticed you haven't heard word peep one no. about Cuomo. No. In how many weeks now? Yeah. Two, three few. weeks? Yeah, two, three. He said he wasn't going to resign. Mm-hmm. And we yeah. haven't heard shit. That's right. Now, other things came up. And I think that what we have seen, what I'm seeing is that people are finding a new playbook for how to handle these. And the new playbook is, say you're not going to step down, say you're going to have the investigation, and wait and see. That's right. And and unfortunately, because I don't, we said it, I don't know, three weeks ago, the last time we talked about Cuomo, basically, which was, look, I don't know what he's going to do. What I do know is we need to, like, they're, they're clearly changing how men in these situations are clearly changing how they confront them. That's right. And and you're and then we were saying this because Trump gave them all of them cover. He gave when when we did not oust the man who said grab him by the pussy. Yeah. When we didn't get rid of that yeah. When he was able to run this country into the ground yep. economically and with COVID. Yep. Nobody ever has to relinquish any power. And also from our side, if I have to hear one more person lament about Al fucking Franklin. I know. And you guys. And and here's my thing. Yes. People, he was beloved. I love his politics. Love his politics. But yeah, he got ran up ashore on some bullshit that he was doing 10, 15 years before he was in office. And he got caught up. Well, here's the deal. And I this is where I, and somebody called in on Friday when we were on, with Stephanie Miller and we didn't get really a chance to get back to it. But and said this whole thing about Al Franken. And I was like, these are different situations. And I need and I think it's important and instructive to, to remember things accurately. What Al Franken resigned. He didn't get the forced out the use of that term. Mm-hmm. Yes. A group of uh, uh, a group of senators and a group of sort of yeah, people in yeah, Congress came yeah. forward and said, we'd like you to resign. But yeah. People confronted him and, and he yes. did. Yeah. But the deal is there. They had a photo. And I heard this person who called in characterize the photo as uh, as being fun or ridiculous. As, uh, as a woman who's been in these situations, I didn't find them fun or ridiculous. Yeah. Um, and and I don't know. I don't. I don't know what people's ideas are, but I can tell you that from our experience, from my own personal experience, anecdotally and statistically, and all of that, that he resigned. And I don't know his reasons for resigning. I don't know uh, Al Franken personally, but what I do know is he didn't have to, but he did. And he, and he the, felt a need. He to. felt the need to. And I think that when they have a photo that says that shows something, I get why maybe you don't go further in that investigation because I'm not so sure we're not going to get worse things. Yeah. Um. And or that that's the only time that we have a photo like that. Um. So I think these are different situations, and certainly. As far as I know, nobody accused Al Franken of transporting minors across state lines no. or paying um, no. minors, quote unquote, for sex, which you can't because you can't have sex with minors. That's called um, raping children. Well, so it's, it's and, and what we're saying right here is what is the floor? What is the level? What is the oh, no, pack your shit and go? Is it Roy Moore? Is it Matt Gates? Mm-hmm. Is it is it Al Franklin Franken? 
Yeah, that's Franken. Franken, thank you. I know, it got tough. I want Franklin got, got good it, to me in my got, mouth. Got, yeah, but that, no, you were right. Yeah. Yo, is it him? Is it Trump? What What are our standards? Well, there's, okay, my first one, this is going to be radical, is what's legal? Yes. <laughs> that's going to be that. my first one. I'll take, what, I'll take it. What's legal? Uh, what would be actionable in any workplace? You know, and whether or not you think what happened to somebody is a big deal isn't an issue. That's not, we don't do, we, that's not how we make judgments about what happens in somebody yeah. else's workplace. Wh- like that's, you know. Because what, for me, I'm sitting here going, why is it that is this man still making decisions about laws when he is being um, looked at for at 10 years of going to jail? I'd say he needs to have a sit down at home while we figure it out. Well, the only people who would do that would be his own party and they can't, they're not sending anyone. That's right. You know, they, they want to keep everyone there because they, they're, you know, the Republicans, which for Connell on down, they are the party of obstruction and they can't obstruct if they ain't got dullards to put out in front to obstruct. And that folks is our final word. And now it's time for emails, emails. Time to go get your emails. We want to thank you for writing us at frangela 8 at gmail.com and also at idiotofweekweek at gmail.com. We do check all of those boxes. Thank you. And Twitter DMs, we're a little bit behind, but thank you. This is from Ann J. She said, Frangela, celebrate is the subject. So glad you've both been vaccinated. I can't believe it's been a year since last time she sent us a package. It was lovely. Unbelievable what's transpired after that. I've been unfucking believable after an unfucking believable five years, actually. <laughs> but we're on the upswing for sure, all things considered. I was able to donate over a thousand dollars to the Georgia runoff with my candle sales, which good for you. Thank you, Anne. And didn't think I needed to continue, but I continue to underestimate the fascists. So I will pick it up again in the fight to fight voter suppression across the U.S. Wishing you both well and thanks for all you do in solidarity from New England, where you have an open invitation. And Jay. Thank you. Thank you, Ann. And thank you for the lovely fuck Trump photo. You know we love those. Yeah. This one is from Conrad Conrad V. Thank you so much. He says, I just wanted to let you know, I look so forward to Fridays with Frangela on Stephanie Miller. The minute your theme song comes on, I start to smile and little tears well up. You Aww. both make me so happy. Aww. Thank you for bringing happiness back. Thank Thank you. you. Thank you, Conrad. That's so sweet. That is so sweet. And now it's time for resistance. We said as usual, you know what? Keep calling your representatives and their senators. Tell them what you think, what's going on, particularly around um, voter suppression and and police violence, all of that. But 202-224-3121. But uh, we thought we'd go back to, because I'm finding myself every day of this trial thinking about all the cops who've gotten away with murder over the years. And and, and particularly the Breonna Taylor um, murder, because this woman was murdered in her bed asleep. Like, she was asleep in her bed. Like, they weren't, and they they were wrong. They shouldn't have been there. Yeah, and 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 nobody's been charged. And and nobody will be, because they literally had, in their police investigation, said that nothing violated procedure. So their procedure is to mishandle a warrant Mm -hmm. that wasn't, they had the person in custody they were looking for. Yeah. So they're alleged, So and so nobody's been charged, despite more than a year of protest calling for justice for Brianna. None of the officers have been criminally charged. In fact, one of the officers involved in her killing is still employed. Yep. By the Louisville police. Enough is enough. So um, we are ultraviolet.org. They have a campaign you can help fund to demand the firing and arrest of the police officers who murdered Breonna Taylor. Um, and and we want to know who these people were and, and that they be held accountable for the for just murder. I, it's, it's absolutely 
It's ridiculous. Um, But the fact remains that bad cops who kill black people must be fired. When they escape accountability, it sends a message to other police officers that they will not be held accountable for killing black people. Thus, the calm composure of a Derek Chauvin for almost 10 minutes. Yep. While people film him and his fellow officers holding down a man and murdering him, none of them had the slightest bit of concern. Nope. That people were filming them because what they know, what they thought they knew, and I hope they're wrong, is that nothing will happen to them. It doesn't matter. Black people's lives do not matter. And they get to be treated however they want to treat them. So this is something, you know, we, I, we, I, I'd like us, obviously, I, I'm not, I'm never going to rest easy till I know what happened to Sandra Bland. I, know. I mean, we got to stay on this because we have an opportunity right now with people being involved. So, so if you can go help out at weareultraviolet.org and certainly, you know, remember the, remember the other victims and say their names. Yes. I'm Francis Callier. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. Thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. I want to thank you again and follow us at Frangela Duo. That's D-U-O and at Idiot Week. And I want to thank our amazing producer, Laura. And we love and miss you, Gail. It's no surprise that newsmakers try to manipulate the audience. They want you to believe that they are the one holding the line and they'll use any trick they can to get you there. But don't let them fool you. Get unspun. I'm Amanda Sturgill. I've been a reporter, and today I teach future reporters to cut the spin and think critically about what newsmakers say. My podcast, Unspun, shows you how to know when you're being manipulated by the news. Learn to spot the tricks and how to make up your own mind about what's true. So if you're tired of being fooled by the news, subscribe to Unspun today. Unspun, because you deserve the truth. $5,000. That's the average amount of money people in the U.S. are now spending on gas in a year. Five grand. That's crazy. If you drive, you have to download Upside, the free app that gives you cash back every time you get gas. That's right. You can earn real cash back with Upside just by buying the gas you're already buying. You can literally start earning cash back today. I use Upside every time I fill up, and I've already made around two, $300. You're putting gas in your car anyway. Why not get real cash back? If you like free money, download Upside. I'm saving the cash I earn from using Upside to help pay for a vacation later this year. Download the free Upside app now to earn cash back every time you buy gas. Use promo code GAME to get an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first tank. You can cash out anytime right to your bank, PayPal, or a gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free Upside app and use promo code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus on your first tank. That's code GAME for a 25 cents per gallon bonus.